2: Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to have you
3: with us here on Political Coffee as we begin a new week of broadcasting, talking about stuff that is important in your life and stuff that matters.
2: Not only stuff that
3: matters, but stuff that will um, definitely impact you. But also stuff, political stuff you can use to change your world and we do that one person at a time it's how we save america from the insane craziness of the left that seems to uh just never end but there is good news somebody is fighting back Boy, isn't that about time, hmm? You know, we're in the silly season. This is action season, right? I call it the silly season for a very uh, real reason. You just see crazy ads being run out there that just borderline absolute libelous lying. Like the one... that uh, Mike Erickson has sued his candidate for, Andreas Salinas. He literally sued and is asking for $800,000, which is how much money he's had to spend, he says, refuting the ads, but also demanding the ads stop. Now, in this story that's in the Oregonian here, and it is from um, the seventh, so it was, you know, it was on Friday. It was after the show was off. We didn't have an opportunity to talk about it. But um, I would learned something new. Maybe you didn't know this either. I certainly didn't know it. I didn't know that there is a law in Oregon. That allows a judge to remove the winner of an election. If the judge determines that winner told a lie that changed the course of the election. Did you guys know that? I didn't know that. You see, Mike Erickson's lawyer is a gal I know, Jill Gibson. And she wrote a letter in the lawsuit to the Salinas attorney. Because what's at issue is that they are saying that he was charged with felony drug possession. He, he When he was stopped for the DUI, he had, and he went through diversion, by the way. When he was stopped for the DUI, he had a pill of oxycodone which was his wife's not his but the DA did not prosecute that but the cops and that's the little out here that the sleazy Salinas campaign is using to say wow that ad that ad that shows Lines of cocaine being snorted. Well, that's not really cocaine. That's uh, that's oxycodone that could be crushed up like cocaine. See the sleaziness of this? Well, you think that that could change the outcome of this election, that sleazy ad and all the controversy around it, or do you think that Mike Erickson's ads running hard on the issue of crime, which is what Lars uh, wrote a piece about, and he's 100% correct. Folks, crime is the issue ultimately that makes the difference. I mean, there's a story from the ninth that crime in or- Oregon outpaced the entire United States. In 2021, Lars's piece is Politicians, and it's from yesterday, are clueless on the crime wave. And he's right. And it's having an impact on everybody. Mike Erickson's running on a tough crime platform. Yeah. That's exactly what ought to be happening. Yes, he's fighting back against the sleaziness of the campaign season. Now in political speech, the way the US Supreme Court has ruled it can be done, political speech is pretty wide open. It's hard to prove defamation. I mean, it's hard to prove defamation in a defamation lawsuit to begin with. It's really hard when it's in a campaign. But here's the thing. You see, it doesn't really matter what the truth is. What matters is the court of public opinion about truth. That's what matters. That's why ads like this have an impact. That's why suing while it's the right thing to do, will have little or no impact on the race in terms of being able to blunt the impact of a lying, sleazy, negative ad. Now, there's a reason why both sides do them. And you know why it is, friends? Because they work. That's why. You see, if if you were not a person who bothers to listen to the show or bothers to uh, dive into or even read stories about what's going on here, the inside baseball thing. You're going to look at that ad and that's going to have an impact on you. So is this the right way to go about this? Is this the right way to fight back? Trump is suing CNN. Is that the right way to fight back? I mean, you know, these things go through the courts and it takes forever, right? Now, in Mike Erickson's um, circumstance, what he's doing is he's demanding an immediate end of the commercials. In other words, an injunction that they have to stop. That's something you have to do. But the idea that even if he loses that his campaign, and his campaign is setting this up right now, that you go to a judge and say, this was a lie, and you need to overturn this election if the lying Andrea Salinas wins. How would you feel about that? Hmm? How would you feel? Do you think that that would be the right thing? 503-589-1220 is the power Buick GMC talk line. Also some backstory on Christine Drazen. And it is in the Willamette week. Now it's not a good article. The headline is Christine Drazen's strategic masterstroke started with a case of FOMO. What? What's FOMO? It's the acronym for fear of missing out. It's all about her sending the House Republicans chasing after the headlines Senate Republicans got from a walkout. This is all meant, and it's it's written by Brianna Wheeler, uh, is a leftist, black woman and she did this interview with Connor rednovich from the statesman journal um it's on spotify and you can read it here's the thing about this there's a lot of backstory to all of this stuff that's going on including something that you should know about Christine Drazen had never served in the legislature. She was in the legislature. Here's the backstory and you need to know this. According to an email I got earlier uh, this morning, according to that email, and I got it at like three o'clock in the morning, okay? A an aide who worked for another state senator, who uh, I shall renamed, uh, re, re, I just not reveal this this person is, okay. Said that Carl Wilson, Carl Wilson is my old friend that I served with for many years, from Grants Pass, was the Republican leader in the House. A lobbyist wanted him kicked out of the the leadership because this lobbyist couldn't manipulate him and wanted Drazen instead. This lobbyist, and and I pretty much know who this is without naming this person, worked with Drazen and announced to Republican lawmakers that he would instruct his membership not to donate to any Republicans unless they voted to replace Wilson with Drazen. Keep in mind, this happened basically four months into her. or Actually, eight months after she took office. This, her rise to success is all because of a lobbyist from a very powerful Republican-oriented lobbying group that has a lot of money, and they spread a lot of money around. You want to know how she got to be where she is? Well, the same Republican lobbyist that was able to manipulate her, which is exactly what that Republican lobbyist did, was able then to convince his membership that she ought to run for governor. Because this lobbyist is smart. I know this person. And I will tell you, this person has thrown me under the bus twice. First time, shame on them. Second time, shame on me for trusting them again. But I'd had a long relationship with this person. And I will tell you that they were smart enough to see that all of these conservative candidates were in fact running for office. And there was the opportunity Bring in a moderate. What do you think about that backstory? We'll go to the phones. We'll talk with Ron and Freddie when we come back from the break. It is 620 tomorrow. Oh, there's a lot more to talk about, too, including Army National Guard helicopters going to the southern border. What? Yeah. The fentanyl thing is having its impact in Oregon. And even Kate has figured that back in a moment.
1: Call Jeff now at
2: 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is
3: 22 minutes uh, after the top of the hour. We will go to the phones in a moment. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at news or Jeff at 1220.am. Um, by the way, got a text message from Dale just reiterating a strategy that, well, just makes sense, right? You know, I said, you know, when it comes to the ad wars, the silly season, that there are ways, I mean, it negative ads work. That's why they keep running them. And Dale uh, sends me this story from the Oregonian back in May of this year. And the headline is, New Poll Finds Kate Brown as Nation's Least Popular Governor. And Dale writes, Link Kotech to Brown. Every ad, all the time. Yep, you're right on the money, Dale. But, you know, the genius. Republican consultants... No, we got to talk about jobs and education. You know, the same things that the Democrats talk about. <sighs> you sense my frustration, don't you? <laughs> if you don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 503-589-1220. Uh, Power Buick GMC talking. by the way, I want to thank uh, Rebecca Donaldson. She is a great real estate broker who's on top of her game. You hear her ads on this radio station. She does a great job for you. You're thinking about buying or selling a home? You really ought to talk to her. She knows what she's doing, folks. Give her a call, 503-269-0747, 269-0747. Or Rebecca's Got com is her website. Rebecca's Got Houses.com. To the phones, we'll start first with Ron. Ron, go.
4: Yeah, I hear you on that situation. Uh, all we can do is pray that she will come to the people, not just the fundraisers. And she may have a great chance. I'm being blunt. She may. Tired. Absolutely. Yes. She got a great chance, but she got one more debate, but she got to bring fire. But at the same time, she can't waver on these very issues. That's hurting this Oregon. It's like crime. Uh, getting to my boy, um, of the 6th Congressional District, Erickson. I yes. think I could do it he, if he had me in an ad since I had my truck almost knocked off the road, has a couple items. one item stood out of my pickup, and had somebody in the last three weeks cut a cattle converter off of a car that I owned that was at a shop, it will illustrate the true criminal situation from the catch and release program that they have. And the last thing I wanna point out, my brother, I hope you got my text about Monday, for today, from 2 to 4. There is a water rights hearing. Remember that deal I testified in and I yes. um, in 2017? Yes. Right. And they tried to take to regulate our water wells and stuff and got tabled or didn't make it out of committee in the Senate hearing there with Fredrickson and everybody else. Well, they're doing a backdoor thing to basically put the california top crap to where they don't want you to drill any water wells, or and going to limit what your water wells is like. My, that father just told me in California, if you own 100 acres, you can only farm 33 acres. And now they want to cut you down to two and a half acre feet a year. Now, which right do they have to impugn my rights? Government regulate my water that I drilled, I maintain and everything else, and they want to put a meter on it and stuff. This is what they're leading to, my brother. Yeah, it so is. I'm encouraging all right. the and that, farmers that and ranchers.
3: today at what time and where?
4: Two, 2 to 4 p.m. online. It's
3: it's at the Oregon Water Resources uh, Board, the district. You have to look okay. online. So go to the Oregon Water Resources Department. Department. And the, and on the state's website and sign up. To, uh, to say your piece about this thing. Uh, Ronnie, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We've got to go to no Freddie now. No yeah, I sent you Freddy, a text. Good morning. I sent you an email. Right. I mean, I emailed, thank but... Uh, you. I'll look for it. Brother, you. Freddie, you're up next. Go. Uh, good morning, Jeff. I just want to say what Mike
4: Erickson is doing is absolutely correct. You know, I'm getting really tired of uh, politicians lying. I, I my own personal a couple months ago, I had a lawyer that lied about me at court, and I had the information that showed that he absolutely lied, so I filed against the Oregon State Bar against this lawyer. He, we got to push back on people that are lying in any issue. These people think they have the right to do that. It's totally wrong, and, and I'm really proud of Mike Erickson for doing
1: that right.
3: It's the right thing to do, and it's about time. It's about time. Yeah, well said. Thank you, Freddie. I appreciate that. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Go.
1: Okay, not much time, but... No, go, go, go. Erickson Erickson is doing the right thing. You've got to prosecute these people who break the law. As a matter of fact, I had people... Destroy everyone in my yard signs this week, Jeff. Wow. I bent the holy heck out of it right in broad daylight because I don't keep my signs out overnight. They destroyed everyone, bent them up so much that I can't reuse them or anything. And if I knew who the individuals who did it, I'd prosecute them for denying me my constitutional rights, destroying my property they got to be held accountable. Good for Erickson. He's got my vote. And nobody's going to stop me from practicing my free speech rights.
3: I like it, Art. You're right on the money. Ken, hang on. We'll get to you on the other side of the break.
2: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
3: It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. James, thanks for the uh, great article. I'll get to that in a moment. Because this article from Fox News starts off saying... Betsy Johnson is not running for Miss Congeniality. (laughs) Yep, that pretty much describes Betsy. Let's go to Ken. Ken, uh, thanks for hanging on to the break. I appreciate it. Good morning. Um,
0: There's a push-pull going on in the 6th Congressional District. Uh, I got a call last night, and they were... Uh, They asked my party affiliation if I voted for Trump, and then they asked me who I was going to vote for, Mike Erickson or Andrea Salinas, and I said I was going to vote for Mike Erickson. Then they proceeded to tell me, um, it was like a campaign ad, the stuff about uh, Andrea Salinas, all this good she's doing, I mean it was like almost verbatim from a campaign ad. Then then they told me, okay, now this is Mike Erickson and told me all the negative stuff, exactly the same negative stuff that's in her ads and asked me who I was going to vote for. And, I mean, it it was definitely a push-pull.
3: Yeah, and it was pretty obvious, wasn't it? Uh, Oh, very obvious. Yeah. So... um, how how effective do you think their arguments were in terms of reinforcing what was being seen on on television? How do you how effective do you think it is?
0: Well, for me, it was not effective for the general public. Uh, you know, I think it, it's going to sway some people.
3: So there's this story about this in the Oregonian where. There is. I don't know if you cut my open about this, uh, Ken, but I did. Apparently, Oregon has a law. I, I I didn't know that a judge can overturn the results of an election in Oregon if that judge determines that the the uh, outcome of the election was as the result of a lie. Now, if that's the case here, and that's the reason to file the lawsuit, do you think it would be appropriate then? for a judge to overturn the election? And what do you think the result of that would be for Mike Erickson?
0: I, I think it would be appropriate, but in Oregon, are you gonna find a judge that is gonna stand with Mike Erickson?
3: <laughs> well, it's a it would have to be a federal judge because this is a federal office, so yeah. state office or a state judge would not be appropriate here. However, even though it is a state law, it's still, I, I it still—I don't think—I—I think i i think it, it it would create a kind of backlash that Mike wouldn't want. Let's just be honest. And I'm going to try to get Mike on the air. Yeah. Actually, uh, I've been trying, Ken, for about a week uh, to to make time with his people so that w- we can do this. But it—it's not the cut because what it then. Opens you up to is the same thing that W faced against uh, in in the ensuing years after the U.S. Supreme Court said no W is going to be president. No more, you know, hanging chad revotes and votes, and it's the sense that it's illegitimate.
0: Do you remember some years ago in the gubernatorial race in Washington State, the Republican won. Yes. And they counted the votes like four or five times until they got the results they wanted.
3: Absolutely correct. And it was later found in an audit that enough fraudulent votes just from college students alone, who were not eligible to vote because they were registered to vote in their home states, voted and that he would have won. Yeah. But it didn't matter because it was a year after the election and Christine Gregoire was the governor of Washington. Right. Ken, thanks. Uh, okay, I appreciate thank you sharing that. Uh, it's So those are push polls that are going, and they're just, both sides use them. Now, let, let me just be honest with you when it comes to this issue of push polling. Uh, I don't do push polling. And I'll tell you why, because they're they're not an honest measurement of, they're not a poll. They are meant to be exactly what Ken just described, okay? And that is to reinforce a perception that's out there. Remember I said, this is all about the court of public opinion. This is what matters. You know, Mark Thielman um, announced his lawsuit, which got filed Friday, um, in federal court, and he was our guest speaker up at the Oregon Executive Club on Thursday night, up in in Portland, and so was his lawyer Steve Jonkus. And Jonkus uh, has been in and is involved in many of these lawsuits, including this really important Sipple case out of Washington County. Now, Mark made the point because we, we had his lawyer, Steve jonkus up first to describe what happened in the simple case and some of these other lawsuits that they are they're involved in. Those are state lawsuits and local county lawsuits. The Thielman lawsuit is a federal lawsuit in federal court. Because frankly because of all of the judges that Donald Trump appointed. You got a lot better chance in federal court than you do in state court. There's no question about that. So in this case, Mark Thielman said something is so important. He said, you know, Steve, my lawyer was telling me, but this isn't going to fly in front of the court. And Mark said, well, it will fly in front of the court, the court of public opinion. That's why people run these ads that prove to be false. And as Freddie said, you know, it's about time somebody fought back. Art two. It's about time somebody fought back. You're not going to be intimidated. We're not going to be intimidated, folks, by any of this nonsense. You see, the left knows, and, and this is the basis of what Lars's article is about. It's in the Oregon Catalyst. Politicians are clueless on the crime wave. There's a reason why Ron Wyden is spending all the money, and he's got tons of money to spend. He has to spend some of it. But you would think that New York's third senator wouldn't be too worried about spending any money in Oregon. Now, he doesn't attack Joe Ray Perkins, who is the Republican nominee coming up against him. He doesn't do that. Wisely, I think. because you know, Joe Ray... Um, has already been defined by the left. And that perception is out there because it's reinforced constantly in all of these articles about this and other articles about Tina Kotek going after Christine Drazen in her ads. Drazen is, is supporting a QAnon conspiracy theorist, meaning Joe Ray. Joe Ray had that fundraiser, which I was proud, by the way, to MC, because she embraced the QAnon thing. Well, that's perception. You would think that Ron Wyden wouldn't even begin to be worried about that and spend any money, but folks, she's spending lots of money on ads. Now that tells me something, that they probably have internal polling that reflects the polls that we're seeing in the fifth congressional district. And by the way, that there's a story about that in the Statesman Journal, that this fifth district race really does have national implications. Well, so does the sixth with Mike Erickson and Andrea Salinas, because it's all about control of the US House of Representatives. But folks, I'm telling you, the ads that are being run by the Republican Congressional Committee hitting the Democrat candidates hard. Mike Erickson's ads hitting Andrea Salinas hard. And Andrea Salinas coming back and saying she's going to help stand up for the cops. And she's the daughter of a police officer. She would never defund the cops. Jamie McLeod Skinner, she would this leftist Democrat former chief of police. She would never defund the cops. Folks, she's called for it. What do you mean? Her actual words don't matter. Yes, they do. Mike Erickson is hitting this issue hard. So are the Republicans. And I'll guarantee you that they all have polling, the Democrats, that what Lars Larson said is true. They're clueless on crime. Crime is the issue, number one. Homelessness is number second. Now, I want to go to the Fox News article here about Betsy. So they interview Betsy. Betsy Johnson is not running for Miss Congeniality. The longtime Democrat now running for governor of Oregon as an unaffiliated candidate is more likely to drop a swear word than a political platitude. When asked, when voters asked if she would repeal Oregon's drug decriminalization law measure 110, she said blank yes. That's H-E double toothpick, yes. On education, she declared, let's not worry about pronouns, let's worry about mathematics. She said in the interview with Fox News, I am not beholden to any political agenda or ideology, and I'm certainly not running to do something other than fix the place I love. I may seem like an unlikely agent of big, bold change, but that's exactly what I am and who I am. And then she went on to say, everybody's pissed in Oregon. I'm embarrassed, as a native Oregon, Oregonian. Yeah. And then she talks about Portland. It's interesting stuff. Back in a moment. It's 6.48. Come on and
0: sing my song.
2: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
3: We are back. It is uh, 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Uh, Rich writes an email. If you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. He says, elections? Can we say selected? Not elected. We're supposed to trust Drazen? Hmm. By the way, uh, Christine Drazen and Dan Farrington are going to be at the River Church Freedom Business Fellowship this coming Friday evening. At... um, Let's see here at six o'clock, the River Church over in Portland Road. It's right next to Harbor Freight. If you want to hear Christine, if you want to hear Dan Farrington, that's your opportunity. It's also your opportunity as the days continue to be a little bit on the warm side over the weekend. Man, it wasn't wasn't, uh, Saturday, something else like 88 degrees. Wow. Glad I was inside of an (laughs) air-conditioned tractor cab. Anyway. Uh, if your air conditioning system isn't keeping up your HVAC system, it means if it's not going to keep up in the heat, it isn't going to keep up in the cold. And the cold will come. So why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? They'll come out and they'll fix it right away for you. 503-580-1456. They pride themselves in and in part built a business that's survived 50 years of the ups and downs of business cycles in the mid valley because they focus on emergency services 503 580 1456 don't wait till you get an emergency call freedom heating and air or check out their website freedomheatingandair.net freedom heating and air.net now the You know, politicians tend to, especially those that are running for re-election, right, try to do things to make them look really good as the election nears. Well, Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley are no different. Now, Merkley's not up this time. Wyden is. They've just announced $8 million for Oregon schools. It's federal grants for student safety. This is a the chronicleonline.com article. And it is from the Merkley Press Office, all right? So so listen to this. It's $8.2 million in federal grant funding to provide students with safe and supportive learning environments and opportunities to help foster their success. And then there's a lot of blather there from Jeff about how Oregon students and their families must be able to know their schools are safe places where children are free to learn of violence, bullying, and of hate. So they're they're free from those things. And the federal investment in the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, oh, it's a wonderful sounding thing, isn't it? Will help provide opportunities for students as well as the knowledge for their families that the classroom is a place where education comes first. (laughs) No, no. It's not education. It's leftist indoctrination. Oh, and did I mention that in his press release, not a word about hardening schools. Now, maybe that's part of it, but Merkley didn't put it out there. But his Press release does say they're gonna support and community partnerships to pursue various solutions to more effectively blather, 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 prevent and respond to acts of bullying, violence, and hate that impact school communities on both the individual and systemic levels. How many of you have any confidence and any of this money substantially is going, it's a it's billion dollars for state education agencies nationwide to provide students with safer and healthier learning environments. How many of you, I mean, how much money do any of you want to bet me out there that virtually none of this money, maybe a tiny bit, but virtually none of it will get spent in blue states on hardening schools. It's all gonna be about supporting LGBTQ and transgender issues. What do you wanna bet? And racism, what do you wanna bet? And the racism will be about supporting critical race theory. What do you wanna bet, any of you? Hmm? This is what they say during times of elections, nothing new here, right? Um, let's uh, let's see. This is interesting. It's a gateway pundit story. Everybody thinks it's fake, but they could be casting any type of spell. It's about a Christian mom from Texas who's warning that Disney's Hocus Pocus 2 movie could open the gates of hell into their home. You know, I got to tell you something. Um, Disney, I mean, I grew up, you know, I'm, I was born in 1959. I grew up watching Sunday evenings, you couldn't wait for the Disney hour to come on, right? All those great Disney shows and so forth. Today, I would not let my kids or grandkids watch Disney unless it was the older Disney shows that are wholesome. Disney has been taken over by radical leftist leadership. Ron DeSantis has fought them and has done the right things in Florida. It is the right direction. Good for Ron. I won't have anything to do with Disney anymore. I won't spend any money there. And if, you know, I ever had kids or would never spend money on taking those kids to Disneyland or Disney World. I know I hate to say that, What a great American and worldwide tradition. Dale writes a text message. Biden is conjuring Armageddon. And these jerks gibber about hate and bullying. Yep. You're absolutely right. You got to love this. Another Gateway Pundit story. St. Louis crime. City officials to sue car manufacturers because criminals are stealing cars. Did you guys hear that? That's like suing gun manufacturers because criminals are using guns to kill people. Now, car manufacturers are gonna be sued because criminals are stealing cars. And what do you wanna bet some leftist federal judge will say, yeah, let's let that lawsuit go forward, but let's not dare let any lawsuits having to do with actual election integrity go forward. I'm glad that Mike Erickson is pushing back and suing Andrea Salinas' campaign for a lying ad. I hope it doesn't have impact. At least they're setting the stage for overturning it under state law, if it does. Thanks, friends. Appreciate y'all listening today. We'll be back tomorrow. Political coffee, platz tomorrow night. You don't want to miss that at the Honky Talk at 6 o'clock. I'll be there See you tomorrow.